Well, hello there, listener. My name is Matthew Renfro, host of The Fro Show, and you're listening to another great Four-Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out foureyedradio.com. Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Yeah, I don't want people to not listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there may be slight spoilers, but I don't think it's going to be anything that people are going to be like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I did learn from the French clips mm-hmm. that both Gosei and Emperor Marvo sound way more epic in French than they do in English. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, episode two was the last time. So that's 11 episodes. And then this is another 11 episode gap. Every every 11 episodes, it'll be just the It's three just the three of us. <laughs> AP! AP! Yay! Yay. <laughs> so uh, Zach and I figured something out. Remember when we did the headcanon episode in 13? Yeah. And we commented that, oh, this is the first time that we, it was just the three of us since episode two. Yeah. So there's an 11 episode gap. That was episode 13. This is episode 24. Another 11 episode gap. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's just the three of us. This is the best. (laughs) We need to keep, we need to keep doing this. No, no. I said, so it'll be episode 35 before we're all together again. (laughs) God. I'm not doing Audacity. It's fine. Okay. You mean I opened it for nothing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like the long pause for no good reason. And now on Ranger Command Power Hour. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Today on the Power Hour, Episode 24, Rangers International. Recorded on October 6, 2014. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. It's time to Ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trekkie B47. I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. I'm Zach, also known as the Cinema Slob. This episode is brought to you by Raven Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. Hey, guys. Hello. It's episode 24. We're back. Yeah. Yeah, we're back and better than ever. (laughs) Um, I would hope so. Yes. I want to thank everyone for listening to all of last month, our Power Morphicon Detox. I think we finally got it all out of our systems, Mm -hmm. and we're ready to get back into some regular discussion episodes. Today, we are going to be talking about the international airings of Power Rangers Super Mega Force, the final eight or so episodes that aired internationally before they aired in America. But before we get to all that, we're going to cover some news items. So away we go. First, Power Ranger Bandai sales figures were broken down by user Ratchet Couture on Ranger Board. He crunched the numbers from Bandai's investors' reports 
which are publicly available on Bandai's Japan site. And here are some sales figures for every season since Time Force except Dino Thunder. In 2002, Time Force made 14 billion yen, which is $128 million. 2003, Power Rangers Wild Force was 18 billion yen or $164 million, which in this whole list is the largest amount. Yeah, that's crazy. Ninja Storm was third with 17 billion or 155 million. Dino Thunder report for 2005 that was broken, so no figures are available for that. 2006 SPD was 15.1 billion or 137 million. 2007 was actually second place with Mystic Force 17.5 billion yen or 160 million dollars, followed by Overdrive at 15.5 billion yen, 141 million dollars. Jungle Fury had 101 million dollars. RPM. 45 million. That is not the lowest on this list. The next lowest is the revisioning MMPR 2010 line, which only made $16 million. Followed by Samurai at 60 million. Super Samurai was 95 million. So combined, the Shinkenger footage got 155 million, which would put it in that top tier with those earlier seasons. Tied with Ninja Storm, yeah. Yeah, and then Mega Force alone made 93 million. So it seems like it's on the rise again. The lowest point was when Disney stopped giving a crap, which was RPM and the revisioning. Uh huh. Yeah. So kind of crazy, all those different sales figures, and it's definitely not pocket change. Yeah, I was I didn't realize Wild Force was such a merchandise heavy version of the franchise. It's kind of crazy. I mean, it was an anniversary season and i know toys r us did that promotion with the wild force mannequins in their stores because i have a modified version of one from a friend so it seems like they had a commercial hit on their hands with wild force and ninja storm and that was when disney bought the franchise obviously it seems like we don't have any figures before 2002 i don't think they made those numbers ever publicly available, at least online. Uh-huh. It's kind of crazy to see these, and anyone can see these at Bandai's uh-huh. investor site. I'm going to find the link and post that on our link notes. But I've actually read these earlier this year, and it's just interesting to see where Super Sentai is compared to like Common Rider and other franchises that Bandai owns, because they also list those franchises in these investor reports. Just a note, all of those figures were taken from their latest possible reading. So adjustments were made for yen dollar conversion. So amounts may differ a little bit from their true figures, but it's pretty clear based on those trends. It really puts things in perspective. Yeah, especially when people say that, oh, Wild Force was such a horrible season. Well... Not in Bandai's eyes. That was their most successful season. Quality does not equal success. Exactly. I mean, Overdrive, 141 million. And beat Time Force. Critically, that's one of the worst seasons. Mm. I mean, but to kids, it's not, apparently. And they're the ones who drive the franchise. They're the ones who drive it. They're the reason that we get more Power Rangers made each year. Fans need to stop kidding themselves. We're not the ones that are buying up all these toys. Exactly. I think that that's the main point we need to realize is that we 
are not the target demographic. The target demographic is kids. Kids buy what we wouldn't really. The idea that, oh, well, the fans drive the everything. No, the fans don't drive everything. The target audience <laughs> drives everything. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great that you mentioned that. The fans don't drive everything because next is not so much. Nice transition. Because fans aren't the driving force. It's the kids. So our next item isn't so much news as more of an opinion piece. Lately, I've been seeing more and more online petitions regarding Super Mega Force and things regarding the franchise. The latest one I saw was petitioning Nickelodeon to, quote-unquote, redo Power Rangers Super Mega Force. (laughs) (laughs) this was apparently released earlier this weekend after the super mega force finale legendary battle was leaked online from the uk and russian airings all in english and i guess a couple particular fans got an idea to create this petition let me read you some of what this petition says please Um, do Uh, this would be good for a laugh Or I could read the whole thing. I'm going to preface this by saying that I think fans being critical of the show is a good thing. I know we're all critical of the show, but yeah, we're just bringing this up because I think people need to realize that not all fan petitions work and it's very rare when they do. And they definitely require more than 25 signatures to get any movement. And not and not all criticism is valid, really? Right. Mm-hmm. So I might just read this whole thing. This is what this petition says. Dear Chaim Saban, Nickelodeon, and Saban Brands, this is a collective effort to support the remaking of the 21st season of the Power Rangers franchise Super Mega Force. While we fans continue to support the show that is so near and dear to us, We saw the anniversary season of the show bring us to a new level of everything we have ever loved of this franchise, similar to what we saw possible in the special Forever Red, the single episode anniversary of the 10th year. We are grateful for this season. However, with so much of the program that was not included in this series that made all of us fall in love with the show over the past two decades, we feel Super Mega Force should be remade from the ground up, to be as grand as it could ever have been. We ask that Nickelodeon and Saban Brands recreate the 21st season to reflect many of our views as expressed. Or quote-unquote this particular poster's views. Um, Okay, we feel the costs would not be so prohibitive if social media crowds support shows... The drive for, okay, some of this is worded very badly. Pro tip one, if you're going to create a fan petition, make it grammatically correct and at least proofread. Because <laughs> I'm trying to read this and it's like a run-on sentence. Yeah, it says social media crowd support, merchandising opportunities along with fan loyalty, and chances of increased profits a remake would provide would far outweigh the risk of what might be viewed as a reboot like the upcoming film. I'm going to stop right there. The first off, the costs would be so prohibitive to recreate an entire television season from the ground up. 
that's... as opposed to a movie with A-list names, which could bring in millions, hundreds of millions potentially. This just this blows my mind that someone has the audacity to decide that my opinion on this series is more valid than the people who made this series, and they need to be told what's what, and I'm going to be the one to do it. No, you're not. You're really, really not. <laughs> I think, <laughs> but before I go on, I think this also is such a disrespect to the people who've worked on this show. Oh, absolutely. As much as people may dislike Jonathan Zakor as executive producer, I, I mean, I don't like what he's done with this show, but I wouldn't disrespect him or any of the other amazing people that have worked on this show. The cast who are all amazingly friendly. It's not their fault that they're given the content that, and material that they're given or the direction that they've been told to act. It's also kind of a slap in the face to hardworking people in the effects field, like Carol Petrie, who we've interviewed. I think that's disrespectful to those behind-the-scenes people as well. The, the entire premise to recreate an entire television season, which has never been done before in the history of television, to my knowledge, is, nope. is a crazy idea. There have been petitions to save shows and get new seasons, some of which have actually worked. That's few and far between. Moving back to this, the show itself would attract many more viewers across a broader age demographic, as well as potentially bring back many who have stayed over the years. Well, if they stayed over the years, why are we bringing them back? They're already here. <laughs> um, more fan services leads to better brand identity to support future seasons of the show. Uh, no. No. Fan, I'm going to say this. Fan wank does not lead to a better brand identity. If anything, it might confuse kids who haven't watched past seasons. Mm -hmm. the, in the end, the show needs to stand on its own, whether or not it's an anniversary season. <laughs> I love this line. The Super Sentai series, which Power Rangers was born of, launched a cultural rebirth in Japan. <laughs> um, no, it's a kid show in Japan. <laughs> Does this guy think I, I, just like everybody in Japan all watch Super Sentai and like talk about it at the water cooler on Monday? No, and... <laughs> It's not as culturally as important as people think. It's a kid show in Japan. It's just a long run kid show. And I'm going to mention, I'm going to mention Dan's Toku rants for a second because at Paramorphicon, they had that kid come up to them and say, go Kaiger is just for kids. And it's true. These shows are meant for kids. It's very true. As much as we, the older fans, want to say, oh, it, it's not just for kids. It's for everybody. It's a kid's show. And I've said it time and again. This is a franchise where the target demographic is kids. That makes it a kid's show. I don't care how and much. And they're selling to kids. They're selling toys to kids. Exactly. These shows in both the U.S. and Japan are one big toy commercial for kids. And, like, the main argument that I often see from people, like, saying that Super Sentai is for a more mature audience is because some of the themes are more mature, but that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. That's just, like, cultural differences. It, it is. It's a complete Correct. total cultural difference. They're more, a little bit more accepting of some things than parents over here are. That's not to say it's more mature. It's just... 
there's a cultural gap there. Yeah. It's not a cultural rebirth. It's just, I think, a little bit more ingrained into the culture because it's been around for so long. Yeah. And it's there's no culture around it. It's just a toy show. And once Power Rangers reaches its 40th anniversary, or like they're going to in Japan, it's still, in the end, going to be a kid show. It's just that you now have generations of people who have watched it instead of one generation. And that's happening now. We've got kids that their parents are our age and they're watching the show now. So the generational thing is already happening. That doesn't make Power Rangers like a cultural rebirth in America. No, like far from it. (laughs) Far from it. Uh, Power Rangers has done on a worldwide scale from helping to combat racism, prejudice and intolerance to teaching a generation and its successors to work harder Never give up the idea that good guys will always win. Um, no, because no, I think some, I of these, no, some of these cultural issues are still happening, and it's going to take a lot more than Power Rangers to change it. Yeah, I like that this individual who created this petition seems to ha- be under the impression that Power Rangers has cured the world. No, <laughs> it has not done anything. We're not in kumbaya no. mode, people. And they're, oh. and they're acting like it's like solely responsible for teaching people lessons. And there <laughs> yeah. are so many other things teaching people lessons. Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, countless other children's television series that right. don't involve people in spandex people killing in, monsters. People in real life, you know? Yeah, like, people in real yeah. life. Power Rangers is not the end-all be-all of solving social problems. It's a television show. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so they point out some of their ideas, increasing the number of episodes for the season to include a tribute. For each previous season, greater character development, a callback to the morphing grid to explain overall story as appropriate for an anniversary season, more past Ranger actor cameo roles, and inclusion of new American and New Zealander exclusive Rangers. (laughs) What? Yeah, they say what we seek is not so much a reimagining of the Power Rangers brand, but rather a renaissance of the legacy of the show. Um, And another one of my favorite lines, as a co-creator of this cause, I offer my services on behalf of the fans to serve as a creative consultant to this effort. I am not alone. (laughs) Oh, please. This is like the worst job interview ever. Hey, your company's wrong. You're doing it wrong, (laughs) but it's okay because you can bring me on and I'll show you where you're wrong. If you try that in a job interview, bye, see ya. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. It's like a reverse exit interview. That's exactly (laughs) what this is. Oh, God. It said Power Rangers changed so many of our lives. Uh, I can agree with that. I mean, Power Rangers has touched people. I don't know if it's necessarily changed lives. And if a single show can stay on the air for this long and join the ranks of few other franchises who have stood the test of time, Star Trek, The Simpsons, Doctor Who. We will not simply cast criticism, but place effort needed to see the show far into the future. Mr. Saban, this is a show. And Mr. Saban, like Saban is... Someone's reading this. Yeah. Uh, First of all, Saban's just funding Saban brands. He has no control over the creative... I mean, he might have some say in the series but i think in the end it's it's saban brands it's his brand licensing company Mm -hmm. 
whose president is Eli Deckel, who definitely has creative control over parts of the series, but Saban himself, and I wish fans would stop this, um, stop blaming Haim Saban, stop doing this. He is not like the overlord god of Power Rangers, at least in a creative sense anymore. He's just the one who, this is his company. In the end, he's just collecting a paycheck. Really, that's all it is. He's a producer, and he's nothing more than that. Right. I see this growing trend of petitions. A couple other ones uh, were petitioning Saban Brands to bring back other past actors for the next Power Rangers reunion, which who knows when that will be, five years from now? For the 25th? I mean, come on. Five years? Ten years? Never? Who knows? (laughs) And then uh, I know we mentioned this on our show before, but uh, there was another petition earlier this year to bring – Matt Austin to direct the Power Rangers reboot film, which I love Matt Austin. I think he's a great actor, a great director, but there's no way a petition is going to influence who directs a movie. Right. That's also something that's never, there's no precedence for that. That's like creating a petition to like get me to write some sort of Lightspeed Rescue reboot. (laughs) Like, no matter how many people sign it, it is never going to happen. Yeah. Well, let's, let's be honest here. You would write a reboot for Lightspeed Rescue for fun. There wouldn't need to be a <laughs> I really would, actually. Like, I really would. <laughs> but, uh. So my problems with the points they addressed, like I said, there's no way Saban Brands would put up the money for another two-year process to redo a season that's already been done and is in the can. Yeah. Mm. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll call it like it is. It's, it's, it's dumb character development and references to past actor cameo roles and callbacks to the morphing grid, that kind of stuff. Again, it's kind of a slap in the face to the writers who worked on the show, the casting directors, all the people who've put their time and energy and this is a job for them like a job that puts money in their pockets and food on their families tables i don't know it, it just sound, to me it's like let me get my fan fiction season mm-hmm. and let me get saban to write it and fund it mm. <laughs> and and why include new power rangers new exclusive rangers in a season dedicated to the past rangers like why why would that even happen? <laughs> fan fiction. They want their fan fiction brought to life and nothing more. I think these online fan petitions are getting out of hand. There's no way anyone is going to take these seriously in terms of a executive level position like Eli Deckel. They know what they're doing with their show. There's a reason why Megaforce last year made $93 million in toy sales. The show can be as bad as it's ever been, and we've seen that with Samurai. Critically, as adults, we can look at this and say, yeah, these are bad seasons. They're not to our taste, but they're not meant for us. The toys aren't meant for us. The legacy line of toys may be meant for us. And they're not even doing as well as people think they are. They're mm-hmm. just sitting on shelves. and. Oh, yeah, I've got five Tommy Morphers 
and four Dragon Zords sitting at my local Toys R Us. Last time I went to my Toys R Us, there were two Dragon Zords, four Dragon Daggers, and like six Morphers. And I was like, wow. that's." And I've got about 20, literally 20 of those Legacy Helmet sets at my Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, yeah, those <laughs> shelf form, like you wouldn't believe. Like I even thought about picking one up, but I looked at it and I was like, Why? Where would this go? This serves no purpose for me as a fan. So I'm not, um, set that aside. I, I only bought one because I uh, collected the rest of the Super Sentai uh, helmets. Right. And they just fit with the collection. But for anyone else, it's such a niche toy. But yeah. anyway, the Legacy line is meant for us. The rest of it, the toys, the show, it's kids. I know we create a podcast about it. There's many adult fans there's the power force people who are making content people who are talking about the show we love the franchise as adults but the thing is we have to take a back seat to the kids the current generation that's the main audience mm-hmm. as much as we'd like to talk about this show in the end it's going to have negligible effect on the producing of the show yeah Although, maybe not, because now we have black, female, pink ranger for the first time in Dino Charge. We have Judd Lynn back. So whether that's due to the higher-ups saying, "Mm, maybe we should try something different because the fans are asking us to, or maybe it's because, yeah, maybe we need to do a better job because the last executive producer wasn't doing so hot, so let's bring in someone who knows Power Rangers. Mm Mm-hmm. And who has done it successfully. I'm going to say, Judd Lynn, Time Force is on this list, $128 million. <laughs> Kind of a big hit for kids. There's a fine line between having a valid concern and complaining about something. And all of these petitions are basically just complaining. Especially because a lot of these are through change.org, where... There's a counter that's for like a million petition signers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they do that for every petition, But it says for this particular petition, one million signatures needed. This one just has 35 supporters. You will not find a million fans on the internet that will agree with this and sign it. I can guarantee you. I know that you usually set your own petition signature goal. Uh So these people are just like delusional. As fans, I'm not trying to down anyone, but at the same time, it's like, let's be a little bit more realistic with our complaints. Yes. Mm -hmm. Use a little bit of foresight before you post, oh, here's my online petition rant. Because in the end, no one from Saban Brands is going to see it. And if they do, they're laughing in the in their offices. Yeah. <laughs> I think the person who created this petition likes to imagine that Haim Saban is sitting at his desk somewhere and he sees this and like drops his cup of coffee and, by God, we've got to fix it! <laughs> <laughs> With that voice, he just drops yeah. any accent. Drops just like, accent. By Jove! Yeah. By Jove is right! We must fix this great injustice immediately! With I'm... his Haim Saban monocle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say, as someone who has created a successful fan petition, you need to have a lot of evidence, undisputable evidence. Yeah. And you need to treat it as seriously as possible. Yes. Or else people aren't going to take you seriously. And you have to be very realistic about it. This is not realistic at all. So. 
one of my favorite fandoms, Farscape, was canceled on sci-fi. It was canceled on a cliffhanger, and the fans who were heavily invested in the show were outraged. But they organized. They didn't just create, they didn't go through like a change.org. I don't think any of these petition sites were around in 2002, but they created a website, savefarscape.com. They actually organized different campaigns that got all of the fans involved and were highly interactive with the sci-fi channel and petitioning directly to the advertisers. That's another thing. They petitioned to the advertisers and said, look, look how great and how much ratings this show brought in. All we would need is a mini series or a wrap up movie. They got it two years later. It was one of the very few fan driven save TV show campaigns. Another one, Star Trek. Back in the 70s, there was, after the cancellation of Star Trek and it went to syndication, there was so much fan letter campaigns that were sent directly to Paramount. They were getting truckloads of letters. And that's why they decided to start making Star Trek Phase 2, which eventually became the motion picture. So there's very few times in history where fan support has brought back. That's the thing. The successful ones have brought back an already canceled show. This petition is asking for a complete redo of a television show that's already completely produced. And that has never happened in the history of television. Because it makes no sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just makes no sense. I'm, I'm just going to keep saying that. It's just, yeah. It's dumb. You know what? I want a redo of uh, Chicago PD so uh, Jen doesn't buy spoilers. Um, <laughs> 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 like, I mean, that's, that's crazy. They're not going to do that. Anyways, I think we talked long enough about this. It's not going to happen, guys. Think before you sign one of these. There are better ways to vent your frustrations and not take it out on the people who worked on the show. Create your own fan fiction. Many people have done that. Create a fan film. Put something constructive towards it. If you want to do, if you want to redo Super Mega Force, do it on your own dime. See how write, it turns out. Write a fan fiction. <laughs> I'm reading these really good Mega Force fan fictions right now, and they're fantastic. Can you email me some of them? <laughs> yes, I can, because I love them so much. Because anything is better than what we've got so far. <laughs> Shout out to those people writing those fan fictions. Yeah, support other fans and their work. I'm going to say this, don't bite the hand that feeds, because they may do the complete 180 and say, well, screw these fans, we're still going to continue to do it our way, and we'll do something different that they're not even going to care about, mm-hmm. because it's for the kids. <laughs> they'll, they'll adapt to Kuger, and they'll somehow tie it into Thomas the Tank Engine. It'll happen. Oh, no. If you, if you keep f***ing and moaning, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, they're going to team up with the people who make Thomas the Tank Engine. And they're like, you know what? We've got this idea. <laughs> could, could we be more educational? 
I don't think so. <laughs> so next, what are we talking about for our main topic? This was not the main topic, this, no, by the this way. Was not at all the main. This was a sidetrack. This was a very mind. huge sidetrack. So we're actually going to talk about the international airings of Power Rangers. This has become a pattern now within the past three years. Super Samurai, Mega Force, and now Super Mega Force. The last eight to ten episodes have been released way ahead of the American uh, release dates in other countries. On September 16th through the 20th, France aired episodes 12 through 20, and sometimes they did two new episodes a day. They had one early in the morning and one a little bit later in the morning. A big shout-out to Yellow Acel of the Ranger Crew forums who posted live tweets and episode summaries during those airings where Fury Diamond Umesh from Ranger Crew uploaded the French clips to his YouTube channel and now he's actually adding the UK English versions of these episodes as they are now airing this past week and also Russia in English. And these are basically a full month before these episodes have aired in the U.S. We're actually going to skip ahead before we give our thoughts on this. Uh, we're going to skip ahead to our Ranger Nation Answers segment where we asked, did you spoil yourself with the international airings of Power Rangers Super Mega Force? On Facebook, Dave Lankheit said, Super Mega No. You see, there's a simple explanation for why, Denon. Oh, squirrel. (laughs) (laughs) Troll say. (laughs) Uh, George Hansen Jr., good friend George. George. George said, I thought I wasn't going to, but I did. I had nothing to watch with my mom and had an epic marathon. It didn't make the episodes any better, but it was still good. I hate that we had to do this. We should be getting these episodes first. At least if Power Rangers were to air elsewhere first, it should be New Zealand. They earn it. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Um, That's a very valid point. I also hate that fans have to go through this. But anyways, we'll we'll talk about our feelings later. Yeah. Chris, a.k.a. Kickback of TokuNation.com and the Talkin' Toku podcast, uh, frequent co-hosts of the show, he said, yep, the cast promised at PMC that these were the best episodes of the season. And at times they were. Vrak is Back Part 2 is a phenomenal episode, even if the first part was way too much unnecessary dialogue, i.e., I'm back and powerful. Haha, see how powerful I am? You will now see my true power because I am powerful. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> The finale of the show was riddled with horrible edits, such as Tommy, the Ninja Storm Green Ranger, which um, I'll explain. They actually took his ADR like, and dubbed them over the Ninja Storm Green Ranger when he was appeared. Uh, I didn't even notice that. Super Mega Fail! (laughs) Yes, if you go back to the battle part, and that one part where Ninja Storm and uh, the Alien Rangers Rangers are doing their, like, ninja thing, Mm -hmm. 
if you listen closely, you can hear Jason David Frank, Kiaz, and then the Samurai Green Ranger is there. So they were probably <laughs> thinking, oh, it's a Green Ranger with a gold shield. That's where we'll put the Tommy sound effects. Oh. <laughs> and uh, going back to Chris's comment, Tommy, the new Storm Green Ranger and the Herpaderp Titanium Ranger helmet. Oh, don't even that's, mention that. That's the Titanium Banger. Oh, take, take control, Angel Grove. <laughs> and bad pacing. Empro, Marvo, Mavro, whatever, bro, was wasted, and his end scene made him one of the weakest final bosses in the show's history. In short, I spoiled myself with the international airings so I could determine if it was worth watching on Saturday mornings. As it comes to no surprise to me, my Saturday mornings will be free now until February. Hopefully, Judlin fixes this broken franchise. Moving to Twitter, Hassan Ahmed at Hassan Ahmed120 said, Yes, I did. It was in English, and everyone was already talking about it, so why wait? At least that's my thought. Miguel Lopez at Toy Empire said, Yes, could not resist since it was already out there. Johnny at the John Yi said, I watched a few of them and loved what I saw. Scott Sandler at DigiRanger1994 said, I watched Legendary Battle in its entirety and a few scenes sprinkled here and there. A year and a half wait was too long. I did read Yellow Excel's live posts each day. Did you guys read any of the spoilers as they happened or did you try to avoid I, it? I did only to see if there was going to be a light speed rescue change and there wasn't and i was severely disappointed i didn't follow anything my my online life for the past couple of weeks has consisted of uh, two things destiny and hearthstone there has not been anything else <laughs> which is fair at first i tried to resist the spoilers but they were literally everywhere on my twitter feed and i just gave in and i read yellow excel's live posts there were things that had me scratching my head after he did all of that, and after I read the spoilers that he posted for the legendary battle, I was just, I went into kind of a fandom rage and not enough of a rage to like do a change.org petition. <laughs> but, but I was disappointed. So when Ranger Crew started posting the clips, even in French, I watched them, you know, just to see where kind of everything was going. And I have to say, I love the French voices for Gosei and the Emperor. They are much more epic than what we got. <laughs> Just go back and listen to one of those French clips with Gosei. You're like, oh my god, we should have got that. <laughs> it's all deep and like oh, Rangers. and it sounds just more epic it sounds more like a zordon than anything that we got anyways nightmare at nightmare 10 said yes i did spoilers don't bother me if anything it just makes me want to see how it turns out myself plus i already lost the excitement for the rest of the season at that point the wait for the new episodes and the excitement for dino charge has shifted my attention from the remaining episodes. Totally agree with that statement. I second that. The hiatus, to me, is killing the show. It's mm -hmm. killing any momentum that this show has. Even in rating, you can see it in the ratings. Kids forget about the show over the summer. Not even advertised. 
that doesn't help. <laughs> There's no advertisements. The only advertisements that you get that the show's coming back is a week before, if that. Mm-hmm. Two or three days before. It doesn't have the push that older seasons did. And people can harp on the Disney seasons all they want, but that show was more marketed. There was more thought put into that. Yeah. And we didn't have epic six-month hiatuses. We just didn't. It didn't happen. Mecha Ranger at Ranger of Mecha said, nah, I prefer to see them in their best quality. The anticipation is killing me, though. Don't worry about that, Mecha Ranger. It's, <laughs> the anticipation is not worth it. Trust me. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Your anticipation is unwarranted. <laughs> Morphin K at Morphin underscore K said, yes, spoilers don't bother me. But hopefully Saban Brands has learned from this. Three straight years of finales airing before the U.S. Between the hiatuses and episodes airing elsewhere, it kills fans' enthusiasm. Agreed. Set it to a T. Mm-hmm. Or to a K. Or, or. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. That just happened. Jeremy Buckingham at J Buckingham 12 said, no, I have not. I will watch it as it was meant to on TV. Plus, it's technically pirated content, so it's unethical also. Nerd. I <laughs> Ditto with AP. But I would disagree that it's pirated content. Now, this is not like somebody found the master tapes and decided right. to leak them online. This was released officially by Saban and aired in another country. That, to me, is not pirated content. That's fair game, and my point. Yeah, I usually download the newest episode of Doctor Who because it airs so much earlier over in the UK that by the time it's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon here, it's available for download. I, I did that for the entire last season of Rookie Blue. There's that ethics gray area, I guess, for downloading online. But the thing is, it's it aired over there already. They have their audience numbers. Uh-huh. We're just curious fans, and if we want to watch it, we're going to watch it no matter what. I feel like as long as nobody's making unethical money from it, it's kind of okay. Right, like you're not seeing people, hey, I've got the link, PayPal me $10 and I'll send it to you. Like, or they're not oh. putting it on their like personal YouTube partner account and <laughs> right, like, right. making which, revenue. Which someone did. They shared the link with me on Rangerboard. I didn't want this link. They just randomly were PMing people saying, oh, hey, I put the last episode on my YouTube channel. It was taken down instantly by Saban <laughs> <laughs> Karma. Yeah, yeah, so there's that. Moving on, Nokami underscore Oka said yes and no. <laughs> I dropped out of Super Mega Force and was waiting until it finished to watch it all together. I've seen pictures and Stitch people have posted, but I haven't watched them yet. I am planning to marathon them today. So he's going to have a marathon, but still, that's way before they're airing here officially. Solomon D at Sollyman underscore D said, I did through YouTube clips. I was overcome by curiosity. Sadly, it made me more frustrated than happy. Hashtag no lightspeed morph. Right there with you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of lame. RJ Sills Uchihabro 77 at Anime Redneck 96, or good friend Uchi, said, kind of. I never saw the clips. I just read what happened. I'm still excited for the battle, even though it won't be much at all. 
the monkey grid. The monkey. The monkey grid at Monkey Ranger said, "I did not." mostly due to being turned off by the fandom at large and its constant berating of the finale. My thing is, they already ripped on it when it was in French. Why is it necessary to rip on on it in English? Holy, the reason fans are going to rip on it in both languages is because it's our right to rip on it as fans. I will grant you that. It is every fan's right to say, hey, this is wrong, this is bad, this is whatever. For me, negativity as a whole in fandom is really... It's tiring. Not, it's, yeah, it's it's just I am so sick of the negativity, and I know that's being negative in and of itself, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think that people just need to stop and take a look around and realize that where is this negativity getting us, really? I think it's driving wedges in the fandom where there don't need to be. Exactly. Yeah, was I mad reading the spoilers? Yeah, I was disappointed, and it lowered my expectations, But what am I doing every Sunday? I'm watching the new episode on Hulu from the day before. So I'm still watching it. The only episode I downloaded was The Legendary Battle just because the anticipation that they've built up over this year since they filmed it has been huge. So I had to see that for myself as early as possible. Mm -hmm. And I was let down. Just as all the people who have refuse to watch it in advance i feel a lot of people were going to get a second wave of letdown when it actually airs i'd rather get the letdown over with me too i'd rather get it over with and let's focus on promoting the heck out of dino charge because every single thing that we've been hearing about it sounds good i'm optimistic i am am super optimistic for dino charge No, I'm not going to say super optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic because at this point, the past four years of this franchise has worn down a lot of the enthusiasm I have for new series. Fair enough. Yeah. That's just me. I will say I take things like Judd Lynn coming back. I take things like the cast and how amazing they are, especially on social media, and giving this this us this unprecedented look behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that is helping to bring my enthusiasm up for the show charlie (laughs) (laughs) it's my dry mouth i don't know (laughs) i'm like charlie smack the lips that was like walking almost you're like charlie oh ranger 198 listen (laughs) buddy buddy pal <laughs> That's a Christopher Walken moment. But Charlie at Orange Ranger one nine eight said, "I'm trying to, but I haven't had the chance to watch them. I've seen some clips, but they don't count because they're French." <laughs> Just like France. Wait a minute. <laughs> hey, I can say that my last name is French. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm I'm one quarter French, but you don't got me say, oh, the French, the bastards. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the second Batgirl at the second Batgirl, also another frequent co-host and host of the Toku Ladies podcast. You should give them a listen. They recently interviewed Jackie Marchland who was a writer for Power Rangers for a very long time. That's a plug. 
she said only when <laughs> yeah she said only when people on twitter didn't bother using mutable hashtags i waited through a 20ish week hiatus i can wait some more yeah. that's fair some yeah. of us can't <laughs> Chris Lee at Chris Lee 12 said, I'm English, so technically no. You're <laughs> <laughs> the... in our faces, boy, don't you? Uh, Mara Greengrass at Mara Greengrass said, no, having seen Gokaijer was spoiler enough, and I just confused myself if I watched it in another language. What? Well, Super Mega Force is definitely not Gokaijer. What? What? <laughs> Say what? Say I, got, what? I, got, I got carried away. Ignore me. No, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leland Davidson at Leland underscore Davidson said, Nope, didn't even know international airings even happened. Hulu is my way of catching up. Well, I'm glad we you can live in a spoiler-free bubble like That's that. Little, yeah. <laughs> Aaron Riley at Rivulet027 said only through Twitter. Vince Ariola at Bryce Packard said, I enjoyed the episode. It did feel rushed. This should have been a two-parter to flesh out the story and to help explain to kids. I wouldn't have minded an epic long mm-hmm. battle, which I think they filmed around three hours of footage. Yeah, I, I think a two-parter would have been fantastic. And would have blown Forever Red out of the water. A lot was missing. You know what it felt like to me? It felt like if Countdown to Destruction was one episode. Yeah. Wait, we got one more and then we'll get we'll get into it. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Nick Roof at Negato004 said, I didn't spoil myself, but I did find out about a certain character's quote-unquote fate from Twitter. Hashtag spoilers. I think he's referring to... Yeah. Before we get into completely ripping the finale apart, which will be the last part of our show, and we're definitely going to have spoiler warnings when we get there, so hang tight, everyone. But we're actually going to talk about this international airing phenomenon. What are your guys' thoughts on it? It's a pattern that's been going on for the last three years now. You know, I agree with what George made mention of earlier, is that it seems kind of unfair this production which happens in new zealand and is made primarily by an american company doesn't air in america first Uh, i don't know if that's me being typical america i want it now but i agree with what george said i think that it should air here first yeah i think it's a major distribution error like someone someone dropped the ball somewhere and it's just snowballing uncontrollably because in the past this show would air here first And then it would air a year later in the foreign markets, right? Isn't that how it worked? You're right. I I, I remember there being threads when, oh, SPD is ending. Oh, please don't spoil it because we're only just now getting SPD here in the UK or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I agree that that's also not fair to them. In a perfect world, it would air simultaneously. Exactly. That's entirely possible. It is. It's entirely possible. I mean, they've done it with Doctor Who. Exactly. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that, Eric. Thank you. Look at what happened with Doctor Who. Doctor Who 
in America used to be weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks behind. And mm-hmm. finally, with the advent of the Matt Smith era, where it was starting to become evident that Doctor Who was popular in America, they started simultaneously airing it. The same episode aired in the UK on Saturday evening, and it aired in the US on Saturday evening. And it's like, why can't we do that with Power Rangers? It cuts down on piracy, cuts down on yes. spoilers. It makes everybody happy. Mm-hmm. And it brings an entire fandom on the same page at once. So we avoid all this like fandom, don't spoilers. Meh, yeah, meh. Exactly. It ends all of that. And that's the thing. Saban brands, they have distribution worldwide. I think it's a crazy number. Power Rangers airs everywhere. I don't see how hard it could be to do some kind of a deal where If it doesn't air simultaneously, at least maybe a week apart? I don't know. but Something closer together. Yeah. Like AP, like you said, it definitely cuts down on piracy. If something's available, people are going to get it the official means rather than what we've been having to do and download it from some UK guy's encodes. Exactly. Mm. Isn't it that like a sort of like a win-win situation? Like, why not? It's a complete win-win. Also, if you're going for the toy sales, it just builds that enthusiasm worldwide for the toys. And then you can make all your money in one year worldwide. Uh, Why not? (laughs) It would be like a literal phenomenon rather than a sporadic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So while I think these international airings, um, they might be good for international fans, spoiler-wise, it's hard to avoid spoilers for American fans when the whole rest of the world has already seen that. Agreed. And I mean, the only reason I personally managed to avoid spoilers was because I really haven't been online the last (laughs) few weeks. Which you literally had to have been under a rock. or Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you had to have been like, well, spoilers are out. Time to disconnect the internet. I go to so many different websites where the spoilers would be, be it Ranger Board, be it you know Toku Nation, be it the M Board on 4chan where they talk about this kind of thing. It's like Facebook I just, Rangers, Facebook Twitter Rangers, feed. Twitter, exactly. They're, it's everywhere. It's impossible to avoid. So it just happened to work out for me that I was... <laughs> This a major doing, video game happened. <laughs> yes, exactly. It'll be the same when Grand Theft Auto V hits PS4, because that'll be the next phenomenon. Yeah, it's exactly like you said. It's impossible to avoid these spoilers if you spend a lot of time on If you spend any amount of time on the internet, really. Tumblr, you're going to get gifts like the same day. Mutable hashtags, but... Now I have to do all the work to avoid spoilers? That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Do you guys think this is Nickelodeon's fault, Saban's fault? Who's to blame for this? The distributor. The the distributor. Yes. (laughs) The distributor. Yeah, I said a word. The disruptor. No, that's Star Trek. I agree with you, AP. It's the distributor fault. They are the ones who decide when and where the episodes go out. And for them to just "Eh, throw them to the UK for weeks ahead of the time or France or whoever. Yeah, France aired eight episodes in one week period. That's crazy. That's like that doesn't even happen in America. The last time I remember there being multiple episodes every week was when they ran the Green with Evil or like the original Mighty Morphin era. Yeah. We had an episode every day after school in the Fox Kids block. You know, that's way, way back. Like, ever since they moved to the Disney era, I don't know how it worked for later Saban, but, like, I know Disney era was, like, one episode a week. 
But still, this was a time when we had 40 episodes in a year. Exactly. Not 20 in one year and the rest of the 20 weeks hiatus. Right. That, that also bothers me. That Yeah, I agree with, there's with that. No reason, there's no reason that needs to happen. No, and I really dislike I, – I know we've talked about this in the past, but it bears repeating. The deal with Nickelodeon is really killing this show. It's great to be attached to a network like Nickelodeon. Right. But these 20-week hiatuses from April to September are brutal. With no promotion. Zero promotion. Do they, I haven't even paid attention. Are there reruns airing at all during this oh, time? Oh, reruns air constantly, but you're okay. rerunning eight episodes over and yeah. over for 20 weeks. Yeah. Um, that would make anyone pull their hair out. And they're the current season. They're, it's not like they're airing legacy seasons during the anniversary. Right, Aside right. from a random marathon here and there that barely happens. I think it's a combination. Distributor, international distribution, Nickelodeon here in the U.S., mm-hmm. and Saban for not controlling the distribution better. We've even had Hulu a couple times this year leak an episode a week before it's supposed to air. That's right. I remember that. that that's happened two times this year. Yeah. During Power Morphicon weekend, the new one aired, and everyone right. was on their phones in the hotel looking <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> There's something going on. And Hulu airing a week earlier, that wasn't just limited to Super Megaforce. That's happened these past two years, too. We've had instances of that happening. I think another problem with the international airings is that we learn about problems early. We get disappointed faster. Like, no full or at all lightspeed rescue change in space, time force changes, finding out about more new powers, uh-huh. a bunch of editing mistakes, yeah. etc. We We could go on and on about it. it. It sucks the wind out of your sails. It's like, I'm really looking forward to this episode. Let's find out what happens. Oh, they turn into... The Prism Rangers. What? What's that? I don't. I just mm-hmm. instantly. I don't care anymore. I'm, I mean, I'm, none of that needed to happen either. But whatever. That's that's a whole another different point of contention. But yeah, I, yeah. Which we touched upon in our um, one of our earlier episodes. I'm sure we've touched on new powers. <laughs> it just absolutely the disappointment is instant, and it's like, well, I have no reason now to continue watching. And then the numbers dip, and I wonder why. Well, that's why. It makes me less inclined to watch the episode when it's supposed to be aired, which mm-hmm. is either the day of or, for me, the next day on when they put it on Hulu+. Plus. But it makes me less inclined to watch those when I'm supposed to be watching them. And when, when I'm supposed to be watching them is when they're actually counting those numbers, when they're counting those ratings. Mm-hmm. So all these international airings are doing, it's hurting ratings here in America. I'd agree to disagree, but... Oh, what your counterpoint? I'll agree on a certain point. Sorry, IP, go ahead. You first. Counterpoint, we don't really matter unless we have a Nielsen box, and I highly doubt all of us have Nielsen boxes. I don't. Well, I was going to say the counterpoint is, so really, again, target demographic are the kids. Kids aren't really going online and looking for the spoilers too much, I don't think. Kids don't really get that sort of... You know what? You'd be surprised. Go on the Nickelodeon forum sometime. These kids know more about Power Rangers than you think. I don't 
I don't think those are kids, honestly. Like, I really don't think, like, half those people are actually kids. I, yeah, I, I don't want to go on there and all of a sudden I've got Chris Hansen outside my door. and I, I swear I was just talking about Power Rangers. Well, <laughs> Zach's going away for a while. What happened? He posted on a children's board. Ooh. I highly doubt those kids are actually kids. But kids are online more these days. True. I don't think that the issue of being online and finding out these spoilers is affecting them as much as it's affecting the older demographic. Or I should say the older fans, because really we aren't even technically a demographic to to the airings of the show anyway. We're We're the legacy fans. Yeah, that's pretty much... (laughs) Buy our legacy Titanus. Oh dear, no. I can't. Buy the legacy Tiger Zord. I own, I own only one legacy item, and that's the legacy morpher, and that's it. I just, I can't. I can't do it. I wish I had your strength, Zach. It's not strength. <laughs> it's lack of income. <laughs> that's a good way to have strength, is not having a lot of money. In this case, I wish I had your lack of funding, because I'm like, God but they're hooking me with these legacy items. Yeah, d- believe me, if I had the disposable income, oh, my room would just be wall-to-wall crap. Just everything. <laughs> Next month, I'm going to see that stupid legacy Titanus on the shelf at Toys R Us. I'm going to be like, goodbye, $200. Yeah. <laughs> that money I was saving for a PS4, well, that's gone now. The one PS4, thing I- yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was wondering if I was going to slip that pass without you coming. Nope. <laughs> Can you get one past me, sir? <laughs> oh, God. The only thing I would say is the only like legacy item that really tempted me was the legacy morpher and then legacy Saba. But like, I'm probably not going to buy either of those, so whatever. Did you get legacy Ryan Mitchell Lightspeed Rescue figure? Not yet. I can't okay. find it. Anywhere. I'm I'm on the lookout. I had to rely on a friend in Wisconsin for that one. I've had to rely on my friends. Shout out to all of you who have found these legacy figures for me. I I had to rely on one of my Twitter followers to get the Red Lightspeed Ranger. So (laughs) I live in a dead zone. Like, are you kidding me? I'm trying to keep my eyes open, too. Yeah, my Walmart suck around here. I, I literally went to 20 Walgreens, and we talked about this two episodes ago, but I went to... 20 Walgreens and found two figures that I needed. My Walmart is the most depressing Power Rangers toy section you will ever see in your life. You know what they have? The four-inch figures? Just the four-inch Megaforce figures. Not Super Megaforce. (laughs) Megaforce. Oh. One of the Walmarts by me had just the four-inch Super Megaforce figures. That's what mine is now. And they, But they had a graphic for Super Samurai. Mine, no. too. Mine, too. I don't know if Walmart's, like, phasing out their toy section or what, but it's, it's pretty it's abysmal. It's disappointing. All right, so this is the part of the show where we're super mega-spoiling Legendary Battle. Oh, so, here's... I'm sorry, forewarning... <laughs> <laughs> the klaxons are blaring and the fireworks are going off. Warning! Spoilers!
yeah. From this point on, we are going to go heavily spoilerage into the last few episodes of Super Mega Force. So if you would like to continue hearing us talk, then please listen. Otherwise, <laughs> listen later after we've after these those episodes have aired. But still listen. Anyways. Please listen. Just listen. I'm not I'm not begging. We're doing good without begging. Um, Your ratings are keeping me alive. <laughs> directly hooked into a machine that keeps AP's heart beating. If you stop listening, she will die. Oh my god, that's horribly depressing. <laughs> That's like a bad sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's really. the worst. It's still better than Super Mega Force. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh wow! Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm super mega disappointed, guys. <laughs> yeah. Super mega letdown. Yeah. Okay, so all of us have watched Legendary Battle. Yes. Yes. And I regretted every second of it. <laughs> Yeah. Except for except for the moments when the Lightspeed Rangers were on screen, the and no wait no and Corone and the Space Rangers, that's about it. Yep. <sighs> really, I have nowhere to begin. Okay, so I have not seen any of the other spoilered episodes. Neither right. have I. But okay. I did watch this one, so when it started with yeah, oh, last by, by, time. Yeah. By the way, I haven't watched Rank is Back. I haven't watched Emperor Marvo. I'm in the same boat. I'm. I only read about what happened in the new episodes, mm-hmm. but I'm live watching them. So we've all seen Legendary so, Battle, so really, but we we're haven't just seen. Pretty much going to be spoiling Legendary Battle for the most yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's like last time on Power Rangers, all this stuff happened, and it's like, oh, I what? I'm okay, sure. If you say so. Some of that stuff <laughs> did look cool. I did like the Megazord's destruction. Yeah. And, that- that will be neat to watch. The shot of the Rangers like falling out of the Zords, such a throwback to MMPR. Like yeah, you wouldn't even cool. believe. Because they did that all the time where it's just like, whoa, we're yeah. falling out of the Zords, whoa. And then it's like, okay, so we get a very countdown to destruction. The streets are ruined. There's people, for some reason, living in rubble. I, don't I was hopeful for that. To go to. I was but- hopeful. Yeah, it starts on a very, this is kind of like Countdown. This will be neat. And it's like, Uh, oh, no, it's really not. Hmm. Okay, my biggest problem is when the extras have more lines than the returning legendary ranger actors. Boom. Yes. (sighs) When, what, like half of them don't even say anything? Yeah, they just look at each other and nod. Yeah. (laughs) We know what's I, going I on. find it hard to believe a lot of them didn't have lines, though. I think a well, lot of them well, was th- cut out. Like, a lot of it was cut out that shouldn't have been cut out. I totally agree, because when I talked to Jason Font last year, when the Chicagoland Facebook Rangers and myself met up with him, he said, he literally said, he's like, yeah, I didn't have many lines to say. I had maybe three lines to say. What we were shown in the episode, one line. That was one line. That wasn't three lines. That was one line. I would love two more lines by Jason Font. <laughs> I think Anything. Obviously, his rescue, not a rescue scene, but that was obviously cut. Yeah, and because then... him and, um, what's his face? Green Lost Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm horrible. Damon. 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 Yeah, when it's just him and Damon standing together and like, wait, they're not even the same season 
they they never really interacted. They obviously got there somehow, and we weren't shown that. And then Cologne, who is tied with the Lost Galaxy, because she's a Lost Galaxy ranger. She's, she's got more connection to all of what's happening than anyone, and she's just, like, literally there. She does epic head turn nod, looking off into the distance, and that's it. No... Oh, well, when I was Corone, this is totally bringing back a flashback for me. Come on! Exactly. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, okay, so that's obviously Corone. There should be something about, I've seen this before. This situation is something that I've experienced before. But nothing. Nope. She just turns and and like, that's it. There you go. I'm getting angry. I I can't even. (laughs) I literally can't even. (laughs) And then... I thought it was so funny. So this kid is looking for his dog. Oh, I need my dog. And then Leo just like runs in. Oh, I found your dog. Here you go. And then he runs away. What's your name, kid? Oh, my name is Danny. Oh, yeah, because the actor's name is Danny Slavin. I, I get it. That was a nice nod. But then he just nods and is like, nice names. Yeah. And then takes off. I'm like, what the literal hell? <laughs> he doesn't even help anyone else on the way. It's just like, I saved this dog. That's good enough for me. I'm out. The, the one I want the most explanation for is <laughs> TJ and Cassie. Why are they in an elevator shaft? <laughs> Like, there's people trapped in an elevator, and all of a sudden, there's, like, a knock on the top, and they open it up, and, yep, there's TJ and Cassie. They're sitting you know what? The you know what? They use their galaxy gliders to get through the top of the building. <laughs> That's the only thing. That's the only thing I can think of. They use their galaxy gliders. Hang 10. I am so confused. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're living now. They are living in the elevator shaft because after Countdown to Destruction, they couldn't escape the public eye. So they were living in the so elevator. Living there as hobos. It's the two of yes. them living in this random elevator shaft. <laughs> Head cannon accepted. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, I would have at least. Okay, it's clear that they tried their best to replicate the things that they've worn in the show. Danny Slavin, oh my god, it's like the 90s called and he came back. Why was Damon still wearing the Terror Venture maintenance suit? No, no idea. No nope. idea. What the hell? He just wears that now. It's like a fuse <laughs> to his skin. Well, like I understand why uh, Carter and Dana were wearing their outfits because that's like that's like That's their job. That's like a uniform. That's what they do. That's their job. Plus, behind the scenes, they brought their own jackets. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that was the same case with Damon's actor. I am horrible. (laughs) (laughs) You want to pause to Google it? (laughs) No, but I'm wondering if that's the same case for him, where he still had the jumpsuit from 10 years ago and was like, oh, okay. Well, then what about Karun's outfit? That made no sense whatsoever. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's, like, she's just like casually wearing a leather suit. No. <laughs> okay. No. Okay, and then for the biggest screw you to the previous season, Mike and Emily. They're just there. They're just there. Yeah. It's the previous season. Why didn't they have a rescue that scene? That was obviously cut out, and it shouldn't have been. Yeah. It's your previous season. We've already had Jaden. 
That's the one the kids recognize. Yes. Wouldn't you give them something to do? The one that gets me is, so Tommy, our lord and savior, (laughs) jumps down from on high. Literally, where the hell did he come from? (laughs) And saves this kid using Saba and wearing a white t-shirt and it flashes the white ranger helmet and he shows up to the legendary battle as green ranger. (laughs) Toy sales toy sales and nothing more that was literally like hey kids next year by the legacy saba only available at toys r us yeah. and he picked it up from nowhere there was no like glowy yeah, effect like, off screen it was like, was like a shing kind of noise like he's pulling it out of a sheath or anything no it's it, here you go grab that the second point worst parents in the world for leaving their kid in oh, a yeah. car that's going to go off a bridge those parents should be facing trial I, that's <laughs> Well, we have to leave the car. Should we get Timmy? No, nah, he's yeah. living a full life. I know I f***ed Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> and the ADR for JDF was horrible. He's like, all right, good job. And it's like, oh, my God. He's not a good actor anyway, so what did you expect? I was expecting a little better, AP. <laughs> you were. That's like reaching. <laughs> I'm still reaching. Yeah, it's not because it wasn't hyped by him or anything multiple times. Oh, funny part, we didn't even see Tommy fight in the legendary battle. Nope. There was no Green Ranger taking on a bunch of people. There was no White Ranger taking on a bunch of people. Uh, Continuity-wise, one good thing, when all the Rangers were on the cliff, his other forms, other than Green, were not present on that cliff. Yeah, that was cool. Except Red Turbo, but a lot of people are saying that the Turbo Rangers could have been the their robot counterparts, yeah. except for Justin. Yeah. Which were getting way too nerdy. But at least there was at least a little bit of thought put into that. We had Titanium Ranger with the Lightspeed Rangers on the cliff. Yeah. Oh, and the production can edit out the silver stripe. That's was shown in every episode. They can't add a, vi- a visor to Titanium Ranger's helmet. Nope. That's a little bit more obvious that that's not supposed to be there. Yeah. He's the banger. The ba- I'm the I'm the banger. I'm the Armada's reckoning. <laughs> When they take the time to color out the silver stripe on the Green Ranger. And the Morpher. And the Morpher. Did you notice that too? And the Morpher. But from the distant shot, it's still not edited out. And in the opening, when they show that pan of all the Morph, it's still there in the opening. Silver stripe is never going away. Accept it, people. It's in the legacy toy. It It says, as seen in Dino Thunder. Boom. That is literally just preferential treatment and nothing more. Like it all is. He, he whined a lot, so they fixed it for him. They should have treated Rhett Fisher's Ranger a little better. But it's not like Rhett Fisher went, oh, guys, come on, Saban Brands, my helmet. Uh, he didn't do that. He kind of right. joked. He was, like, very humorous about it, though. Like, he just went with it. He was the one who came up with the Banger thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is right. Yeah. Well, I just say it's a new upgrade. Was there, like, a visor behind the breather though yeah. because you still couldn't see a yeah. person's face yeah, there was a I visor think... behind the breather oh what the like they put it in the wrong spot <laughs> yeah uh, uh, they even made a key of it <laughs> an exclusive ranger key <laughs> and it didn't happen 
was, for some reason, Orion was off planet, and he's like, oh no, I gotta go back. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know what happened there, but oh, Orion, you're they, back. Why did they let him leave in the first place? It was obvious that the battle wasn't over. It's still an invasion. They had a lot more work to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The other one, again, because I haven't seen Vrak is back, so all of a sudden, <laughs> Troy is in his Megaforce outfit, and he's fighting alongside Robonaut, and he's like, good to have you back, friend, and he's like, it's good to be back. No explanation for his supposed death earlier in Vrak is back. That is horrible. And not to mention that the battle lasted less than five minutes. The only new footage we got was the Megaforce Rangers fighting and we got a little bit of new turbo action which go turbo but other than that it was just stuff that we've already seen in the first episode of megaforce or troy's dreams right and the whole thing it's like oh my dreams i've seen this before in my dreams which made no sense on the plot whatsoever they mentioned it a couple times in the show never brought it up again and now all of a sudden it means supposedly means something like that's where it was super obvious that footage was cut though footage was cut or the rewrites from them kicking the old writers out and bringing the new ones to do the rewrites I just find it very hard to believe they filmed that little new footage for the battle especially when you have those many stunt people in ranger costumes and you just have them stand there for two seconds some of the legendary rangers actors on twitter and social media and even at power morphicon there's been quite a few instances where they've said yeah we filmed a lot more than that i don't know i pray even though it's never going to happen i pray for like an hour-long special edition legendary battle episode but it's never going to happen I don't think we're ever going to see that cut footage. Unless someone finds it years down the road. Years down the road. Or if Shout Factory somehow magically gets these newer DVD Shout Factory treatment and we get an epic behind-the-scenes feature out of it. But it's disappointing when the final product and they finish off the remaining bad guys with the stupid Megaforce cannon. What? They didn't even use Super Megaforce mode at all. Like, what the hell? (laughs) There is a great freaking... Oh, God. Yeah, there's a line where the Blue Ranger goes, Yeah, I'm so pumped up, I don't even need to go super mega. Uh, That's lazy writing. No. It's so bad. No. And then talking during the battle. Oh, yeah, I'm totally pumped up. We're really kicking butt, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love fighting with all these past rangers. Shut the hell up and fight. Yeah. I understand you need dialogue, but that made no sense. Especially when they're not even interacting with the past strangers, even in fighting Morph. It's not like Noah, who went ape and was like, oh my god, it's Tommy. It's not like Noah was fighting alongside the Green Ranger. They didn't do any of that. Yeah. It's like them yelling across the battlefield at each other while all this other stuff's happening. <laughs> When Wild Force shows up and they jump down on some X-Borgs and I forget who it is. Troy, it was Troy. Oh, Troy. Like, Good no, job, Wild, Wild Force. Force. Oh. No. <laughs> I, just, I just picture them turning to Troy. He's just like literally standing there and they're like, what the hell are you doing? Well, I'd like dude, to imagine fine. that immediately after he said that, he was piled on 10 X-Borgs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for stopping to talk during the battle. I just picture Taylor like, smart-mouthing him. <laughs> 
Head cannon accepted. <laughs> it was a mess. The whole fight was so yeah. short. We saw 75% of it in past episodes with the flashbacks and his dream or whatever. I don't know. It just seems all the behind the scenes pictures that we saw from Jason David Frank, from the other actors, there was a lot more that they did. Even if it was joking with the Green Ranger on Samurai Green. Just thinking the same thing. That would have been that would have been amazing. Even if it was an Easter egg like Tommy Lenz's power to another legendary ranger. That would have been cool. I don't know what happened. I don't think we're ever gonna know what happened. Hashtag hashtag super mega letdown. Yep. Yeah. Well, now that I'm depressed again, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> is there any other comments you guys want to make about this episode before we wrap it up? Uh, what episode? Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, I'd rather purge it from memory than be disappointed. What episode are you talking about? What What just happened? What were we talking about for the last two hours? Exactly. I think we I think... about how excited we are for Dino Charge. Yeah. <laughs> or have my theoretical GoBusters adaptation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to cosplay that during 2016 Power Marvel. I know. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, was, we'll I was just wondering if we ever showed Zach that. Uh, I don't think you did. But he totally needs to get in on this. Absolutely. Yeah. You have no other choice, Zach. Uh, okay, fair enough. I, I'm obviously whatever ranger that Eric is not because in Ghostbusters <laughs> there was only one female and two males aside from the ghost and his pet robot. I don't know. I didn't watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's accurate. Um, <laughs> yeah. The one that's scared of chickens or the one that like his body overloads if he gets above 75 degrees? You're the one that's scared of chickens. My okay, friend. fair enough. <laughs> Okay. You're right, Ranger. All right. So, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. <laughs> have questions? Um, I have questions all the time. Email yeah. us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We'll see you guys next time for episode 25, our 25th episode, where we <gasps> are interviewing a cast of a- characters. A cast of characters. We're literally interviewing a cast. So that's going to be awesome. Stay tuned for that. Next weekend, our schedule is uh, we release this episode on October 11th. Our next episode is the 18th. And then we resume our normal schedule on November 1st, which means there's going to be three episodes in November because there's an extra weekend. So there you go. Yeah. So a lot of cool things coming up. Stay tuned and we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Ranger on. I don't know what I'll protect you. Power down. Yeah, power (laughs) down. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This has been another proud production of the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You want to see more shows, go check out www.fouredradio.com, you winkers.